the vibe. Turn it up. It's all about the music. Keep listening to it because it gets you in that vibe. Hanging out with artists from all around the world. Hi, this is our Larson. Hey, it's Guy Sebastian. Yo, what's going on? It's Youngblood. I'm doing something I did not think I'd be doing today. I'm having, having a beer with Youngblood. This is The Vibe with Sean Brown. Yeah, episode six. Hello, welcome to The Vibe. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Sean Brown and my guest today is a four-time platinum Australian singer-songwriter who's had over a billion streams on Spotify with her track Call On Me. She supported Katy Perry. Carly Rae Jepsen on tour and she's just about to drop her debut album One of One ladies and gentlemen please welcome Starly you can't stop the tears from falling hello Starly nice to meet you Sean nice to meet you where are you in the world at the moment I'm in Bondi Sydney oh how good I'm so jealous (laughs) how's everything going at the moment what's Sydney like oh it's pretty good I can't complain yeah Because you're not usually um, based yeah, in Sydney, are you? No, I'm based in LA. So, yeah, I mean, if there's any place I'm going to... Sorry, I've got this barricade because it's for the wind for the mic, so the That's mic doesn't good. get all That's fine. Crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if I could do COVID anywhere, it's, I'd be ha- I'm happy to be here. In all my family's here and stuff. So it's yeah, cool. amazing. Yeah. Hey, uh, you, you started out just wanting to be a songwriter, yeah, and you've just turned into this huge artist. How does that happen? Um, I think, well, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a singer. Mm. And I had a lot of pushback in Australia at quite a young age where just just people would kind of record label executives would say I needed to straighten my hair or lose weight or you know that I wasn't pretty enough or whatever it was I was too urban there was always a reason why I couldn't make it and I, I wasn't able to be let into that world so I suddenly started to believe them because I was young and, and sort of impressionable. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to be a songwriter and I'll be the friggin' best damn songwriter, you know. And so when I saved up enough money, I moved to London to pursue that career. Wow. And um, I'm back, and now I'm back like with the same dream that I started with. Yeah, so and cool. you've got that amazing hair still. I'm so glad you kept the hair. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'm so glad we get to hear your voice. Your voice is honestly so incredible. Um, call on me. Look, I'm sure you've probably spoken about this song a million times because, you know, it's been streamed over a billion times, which must be crazy. Yeah. How does that feel knowing your song's been streamed that many times? Yeah, it's pretty. It's like pretty surreal always when I think about it. Yeah, um, yeah. It just, it just, you just kind of think, oh man, like you, you wish that something like that would happen, that people would connect with your music that much. Yeah. But when it does happen, you're like, holy shit! Like yeah. I did it. Like how? It's a beautiful song. Obviously, you had an original version, and then the uh, the Ryan Ryback version was the one that kind of the remix. How did that happen? Well, um, I signed to a dance label, Central Station, and so. Um, they always do a bunch of remixes with with every record and um, we believed in in the original we put it out and the original was getting a lot of love online like it started to do really well like it had five million streams and out of nowhere like there was no advertising no nothing and I was this brand new artist so for us that was a big deal Um, but then all of a sudden um, a remix package came out and um, Archie, my A&R, had picked the remixes and, and he, he got he ran them past me and I said, yeah, they're all good. I actually picked a favourite, which was a different one than the Ryan oh, okay. Ryback remix. And I said, oh, I wouldn't like that one. That was yeah. my fave. It was an odd mob remix. And all of a sudden, the Ryan Ryback remix just like basically got playlisted in Norway um, on New Music Friday and it had a 0% skip rate. So the algorithm on Spotify triggered it to just be added to so many because nobody was skipping this song. It just got added to so many playlists. Yeah. And um, that just took off. Like it just changed, basically changed the trajectory of the song completely. Um, and so um, like Spotify did a case study on it. They said it was the, the, the biggest success they've ever seen from an indie artist ever. Wow. And it was in the history, in the history of Spotify. So um, it's pretty cool. 
That's so cool. <laughs> and then after that, you know, it obviously it takes off. It's huge. Then did you film a music video? Because the music video, you're like floating in the air. Was that something that was done yeah. after the remix? Yes, that's correct. We did we did an original um, video, which um, which I basically funded um, this small video I did with my friends, and we shot it in Kayama, and that was called Cool, and I just directed it with my friends. <laughs> and then uh, when the remix blew up, I signed to Epic as well, so we did like a licensing deal with Epic, yeah, um, with LA Reid, and then so he's like, we need a new wow. music video, like we gotta do something, you know, big and like whatever, and so yeah, so we did a proper, you know, expensive music video. Yeah. Oh, so, cool. What's yeah. the LA Reid like? Uh, he's she's as larger than life as, yeah. as you'd expect from LA Reid. Um, very special person. I can imagine. Um, uh, yeah, he he loved me, very much embraced me, and I mean he doesn't remember, but he had flown me out as a songwriter to go to LA for the X Factor winner. I'd written a song that he loved, and he flew me out there oh. to record with her. Um, oh, and cool. Then, and then the artist got dropped. And then my song never came out. And then years later, he ended up signing my project. So that was cool. That is almost <laughs> like, that's almost like it's fate. Hey, like coming across him twice yeah. just by accident. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. I never even told him like, cause we'd, we'd spent quite a bit of time together and I never even told him that story that he'd flown me out like years before. Oh. I didn't even say it. Oh, you have to, so he doesn't know until this day? <laughs> he still doesn't know. No, I just kept it to myself. <laughs> oh my I was God. like, well, he's signing me. He's clearly got a, uh, an ear for my, my sound. So it doesn't matter. I'm not yeah. going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. So that was all four years ago since you, um, since you dropped that. Yeah. And then obviously the, yeah. the next four years you've been creating this album, which I've heard bits and pieces of and it's insane what I've heard. I'm, I love it. Um, I'm so excited for it to come out. It's called One of One. Uh, So what's that journey Mm. been like for you? Oh, it's been uh, like almost, um, it's been cathartic and and kind of like interesting. I've learned a lot, like through this time, like for instance, you know, I hadn't performed to crowds before. Like this was a whole new thing to me. I toured the world with with Call On Me and I was performing songs that weren't even finished yet. I was performing all these bits and pieces of things that I put together. Um, And so it was like I got thrown into that, into that um, beast of the music industry, I guess. Yeah. And so for me, I've I've learned so much. I've come a long way. I've I've grown and I've I've learned things about myself. I've changed a lot, um, and I'm very much now uh, in a place where I really am starting to really feel so comfortable in who I am. And I think that's that's shown on this album now. And and I, I'm so grateful for that because that's all I ever wanted was to put something out that felt like me and felt true to who I am. Yeah. And um, and I want people to hopefully connect with it you know so we'll see yeah as an Australian artist do you think it's hard for people to make it in Australia do you think they you know if you do want that big success you do need to go overseas I don't think anymore not with technology I think that there's a lot of talented people here and there's lots of ways to to Mm. work with other songwriters and other producers and kind of find your sound and then just put it on on online for people to find it everywhere if it's good they're gonna find it you know true. Uh, so I think there's no now it's not the same yeah you know but for me when I was trying to make it, the only way into the industry was signing with a record label. You yeah. know, it, it was kind of hard when you were trying to be a pop artist and sign to and, and just do it indie, you know? Yeah, 100%. So, but now it's, and you know, and in the end, in the end, I broke through with streaming. So, um, <laughs> you know, I still, I went that route. And I think that that is so powerful because nobody else has control over over your destiny you yeah. know, now you can take it into your own hands and you put stuff online you're like you, you build your own fan base you don't yeah. need record label to tell you if you're good or not no you, you know, exactly you, look at Tones yeah. and I yeah she's amazing so One of One is the new album I imagine coming up with a, a, an album title is stressful but coming up with your first ever album after that much success would have been quite a stressful process how did you come up with that name well firstly I think 
it took me those years to actually now feel so just like I don't feel any type of pressure whatsoever. Mm. I feel good. I feel focused and I feel like um, I'm doing what I love and yeah. I'll just keep doing what I love and that's all. I don't let the pressure – it used to. It used to because I had people around me saying certain things and, and I, I got rid of pretty much those people. But yeah. um, at the end of the day, like it's – it's I do what I love and everything's a blessing and everything's sugar on top, you yeah. know, now. So I'm I'm I changed the title a couple of times and then when I finished one of one, which is pretty much one of the I think it is the last song that I wrote mm. um for this album. And uh when I when I did that song, I was like, that's the perfect title for this album because it's like the the story, my journey, it's it's a unique story, you know. Yeah. I've talked about this to people before of like when anyone asks me any advice or how do you, you know. I'm not the person to ask advice, but if you really want to know something that I really think is that there's no one way to to having success as in anything in life. Everybody has their unique, you know, combination yeah. that makes them who they are and their unique story. And so for me, that's my one of one. My my story is one of one. It's completely unique. And um and so that there's that part of it. And then the other side of it is one of one. I'm only one small piece of this. <laughs> one huge thing, thing organism that we have we all we all are connected so we're yeah. all part of that one of one yeah a hundred percent i love that uh your new single this is the first single off of the album let me in uh it hasn't been released yet it's dropping tomorrow isn't it yeah yeah yep. i'm lucky enough to have heard it and i, I thought call on me was my favorite song of yours this is a hundred percent my favorite song of yours and i'm talking the original wow. with the guitar uh, i showed it to my partner last night because i was um doing my research and doing you know prep for it for the chat and um, I listened to the song and I took my laptop out to my partner. I said, listen to this. This is amazing. Um, the sound of your vo- voice is so unique. Um, the Your your accent kind of cuts through. I just feel like you sound like it's nothing I've ever heard. Um, so I was I was so impressed. Congratulations oh. on creating such an amazing, amazing song. When did you write this? Well, actually, this is the only song on my album that I haven't written. Oh, okay. So um, this, was, this was written by uh, a hit songwriter, Amy Allen. She's, she's written... Um, uh, what's that song? Be kind for Marshmallow and oh, Halsey. Yeah. Halsey. Um, she's she's written for um, Harry Styles, like a bunch of big artists. So I love this song. I was so drawn to it as soon as I heard it. I was like, that has to go on my album. I yeah. didn't know it would be my first single. I kind of it kind of fell into that. Yeah. Um, but for me, I just love the song, and it's so it's so soulful, and it's got a bit of that country element that I love mm. and the melodies. And but the story is exactly my life. I go through this all the time where I, I make mistakes in relationships that I'm I'm like trying to, you know, kind of fix things all the time because I'm always messing up. So yeah. it's definitely something else to relate to. It is important that you do connect with it still, I guess, even if it's not your song. And obviously you have, sure. you can hear the emotion in your voice. You've got another song on the album. It's called uh, Bad Love. And you ended up going with the demo vocal. Yeah. That, that's crazy. What, what made you want to do that? Yeah. Well, that song was written, I wrote that when I was, going through a serious like a, a sad breakup and it was a really toxic situation and I was devastated and um and my friend played a few chords and I got in the studio and basically I just recorded that in one go it was like it was maybe two it was maybe two goes it was one first half of the song and then I did the bridge and the rest of it mm. um and I just felt like it was so heartfelt because I was going through it at that exact time yeah that 
there was not no never a vocal that I recorded because I recorded two more vocals for it and they never were as good uh, it wasn't as like heartfelt and painful so uh, I kept it on there like that and um, even with the original auto-tune sound that he used because he's a he's an urban producer Hannibal yeah. Hector he's an, so he had, had this auto-tune on there that I don't ever use normally no. and I left it because it just feels really good and then we added a grand piano and then that's it yeah, yeah that sounds, emotion sounds I cool. think what was it? I think it was Demi Lovato anyone I'm not sure if you've heard that song but that was kind of the first song she'd released after she OD'd and everything and uh, I remember that song she'd recorded just before all that so she was in a lot of pain and she went with that vocal too and it's an incredible song yeah. so I love it when you can hear yeah. that in, in a vocal. Yeah, you some, you sometimes can't, as much as you can still go back to that moment straight away, as soon as you close your eyes, you can go back to that moment, but mm. sometimes you can't recreate that vocal. Mm. There's, there's just there's sometimes a special magic. So, yeah, yeah, I would say that that's what happened with that song yeah. for sure. Do you have much of a, a say in the production process? Like, um, do you make your own beats and yeah. that sort of stuff? Um, I make my own like chord progressions and ideas. So yeah. like with Call On Me, I did that. I wrote it from scratch and I, I've finished it from beginning, beginning to end. So yeah. um, I, I make my ideas. So I will do really rough structures. And like for one of one, I wrote the chord, I wrote the chords on guitar, just very simple, did the chorus. And then I take it into a, a session and I was like, this is what I've got. I want to continue this idea and I want to write some verses. Yeah. Can we, can we mess with the idea a little bit and add a beat to it? So I'm very involved for sure like mm. usually something starts out a way and it never ends up the way it starts because i'm always manipulating and changing and yeah. like, adjusting things to get it to feel exactly like me oh, so awesome. yeah that's so cool yeah people i work with would say i'm like um relentless with <laughs> you know perfectionism yeah um but they love me for it because i love the craft of it yeah know? and, and, and you... I, I always seek to be better at it you know yeah and you come across as a true artist too I've, so that, that's why I asked you that question. I thought you definitely seem like someone who has a hand in every part of the, the process. Yeah. Um, I saw on the yeah. track listing, there's a cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, uh, which I can't wait yeah. to hear. Uh, what made you want to put that yeah. on the album? Well, it's one of my favourite songs ever um, that ever existed. And uh, I super relate to Tracy Chapman, her mm. energy and her her kind just her voice and the the kind of sadness in her voice. I relate to that so much. Mm. Um, it's, sad, it's sad, but it's hopeful. And... Um, yeah, so I used to perform that every time I was doing a tour and people would say to me, hey, like, when are you going to release that song? Can you please put that on your project? And yep. so that was like a gift to my fans to do a cover of Tracy Chapman. So cool. Hey, I've done a bit of uh, stalking of you and I noticed that Kaylani and Joyner Lucas follow you on Instagram. Um, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. How, <laughs> have you have you met them? What what were they? Because Kaylani is incredible. Um, I actually... You know what? I didn't know that Joyner Lucas follows me. I find out this weird stuff all the time. Like, I know Khalid follows me because we we've spoken before. Yeah. Kalani, we've had we've had um, DM conversations before. Oh, amazing. So, um, yeah, I know who Joyner Lucas is. That's funny because I didn't know he followed me. But yeah, I think um, I think like just people, can, you know, artists connect with each other when they see. It's not even that they know. I don't even know Khalid like that personally. But he seen me at one of his shows. I was at a at a um, ACL festival. Yeah. My girlfriend was um, hosting that the festival and so I was there and I saw him and I was in the mosh pit and he just reached out like to say hi to me he knew who I was somehow and then so he got on Instagram and he hit me straight away I was like oh thanks for coming to the show like you you know your energy I felt it and yeah, yeah. so I think with a lot of these types of artists we just connect in that way because we get each other oh, we love so music cool. so that's so good. cool I'm being yeah. told we need to wrap up I could literally talk to you all day okay. but I'm so excited <laughs> for this album Starly uh, the Starly's debut album One of One is out on the 25th of September uh, thank you so much for coming on Yahoo! Thanks for having me. I can't wait. <laughs> the ride! Turn it up! It's a
all about the music. Keep listening to it because it gets you in that vibe. Hanging out with artists from all around the world. Hi, this is our Larson. Hey, it's Guy Sebastian. Yo, what's going on? It's Youngblood. I'm doing something I did not think I'd be doing today. I'm having, having a beer with Youngblood. This is The Vibe with Sean Brown.